Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we're going to talk a little bit today about measuring yourself and how to uh, incorporate that into making your own body model for my body model. Because we just had a really good time doing that. Doing my body model. <laughs> uh, my body model sponsored last week's or the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I, anyway. Whenever it was. Yes. Thank you. Um, and so <laughs> so then we got to do them and compare our body models. And it was uh, kind of fun. So, Mom, I had to measure myself by myself. And I thought we would give some tips on measuring yourself alone. Uh, that yeah. might be useful. So first of all, you need one of those easy check tape measures. That would help a lot. Yes. Yeah. So you yes. want to explain how those work a little bit? Well, it has a slider on it, mm -hmm. and the slider snaps. It, and yeah, So there's a slider along the length of the tape, and then there's a snap on the zero end, yeah. right? And you can put it on and snap it. And then when you unsnap it, the slider marks your spot, marks your measurement. Yeah, so you don't need to see it. Right. Like while it's on your So body. you're not like having to put it on and look down or contort yourself. You, you, there's a lot less contortion involved. And that's really important well, while you're and measuring, some, And right? the other thing, too, is like measuring an arm. You only have one hand yeah. to measure an arm. Well, so right. we did a video on this because we like sell this measuring tape, and I did the arm. Right. But I think what people can't see in the video and what I think is a really good example is doing an underbust measurement. Right. So like if you're measuring under your bust and your breasts are hanging over – Right. The measuring tape, you can't see well, even, what's going on. Even if you're doing it, you almost have to look in the mirror or, you know, yeah. even if you aren't busty. Yes, like right? me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you still can't see that measurement. Or you have to look down and it'll change the measurement. Right, or... so if, you, if you're if you craning over, and right. I'm, I don't have, like, a lot of, you know, bust volume, but still, even with me, so I could put that on, stand up straight, keep my tape measure level, all that jazz, and then get it now, to I can just put be. the tape measure under my boobs and it'll stay there. <laughs> But that doesn't help But I still can't you. read the number. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, so I um, then you unsnap it and you, you see there's like a the red line. One tape measure, two tape measure, three tape measure, droop, droop whatever. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> they used to yeah. do the pencil. The pencil test. Yeah. There's a lingerie brand called the pencil test. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, I like that. The more you know. I like uh, that. So um. Yeah, so you can use this tape measure to put it on yourself and snap, and, and we got that video so you can see 
how that works, and it's super awesome. I like it better. There are other tape measures that are, like, retractable. Yes. Okay? Um, that get like sold them. a lot, and right. I don't like them uh, quite as much. So, anyway. Um, and, but you know what was so funny about those tape measures? The retractable ones? Yes. Tell me, Mallory. They don't start at zero, right? Right. Because the way they're made, some of the plastic takes up That's right. some of the uh-huh. length. Yes. And I saw a comment, a review online where someone's like, I ordered 50 of these and none of them start at zero. What a <laughs> oh, waste uh, of money. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, so, so, and that's, but that little tab on there is it, the zero. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. The little so, plastic part. So those retractable ones right. aren't bad for that reason. But that is one reason I don't like them as well. Because yeah. this tape measure that we're talking about, Well, it's also check, got the bulk of yeah, you know, that, the case. that thing. Right. Yeah, so that retractable case. Right. So yeah, the, the easy check one, though, could be used as just like a normal Right, and it's nice measure. and flat. Right. It's also good even if you are measuring other people. It just... It gives you another hand. You know, you can just leave it on their body and it really does down over and over. Um, I sold a lot of those. I don't know if you remember to personal trainers mm-hmm. because you know the men. It was mostly well, it was the women too, though. You know, when but you, you were, had when guys you were, who didn't want to measure. Well, right when yeah. you were measuring the other sex, you know, I guess they would ask the person if they were comfortable or not. Yeah, you know, and, and everything, but still. It was nice, even if they did measure them and didn't have the person measure themselves, there was less sort of handling. Sure, yeah. sure. No, yeah. I think it, especially if you're trying to keep things, like, professional and you're feeling like, well, you know, I don't know if I want to be, like, touching on these people. Well, you know, I go you to know? all these aerial workshops and yeah. everything, right? Yeah. And classes and everything. And oftentimes, the, the, when you're being spotted or mm-hmm. told how to do something, the teacher will say to you, do you mind if I touch you? Right. Right. Um, and, you know, you will get touched, like, on your butt in weird right. places. Or yeah, whatever, you yeah. know, maybe places that people consider inappropriate. I don't know. But so the last one I went to, she, like, well, actually, she didn't ask me if she could touch me. because I had been to other workshops right. with her. So we were fairly familiar anyway. But there's this whole video, and you can see where she grabs my boob. <laughs> and she goes, oh, my gosh, I grabbed your boob. And I said, can you do that again? <laughs> But anyway. So, yeah, if you don't know anybody as well, if you've been to a lot of workshops and you don't want to grab their boob on accident or whatever, um, that's nice. But uh, there's another tip for measuring yourself that doesn't have to do with the snappy tape measure. That's true. That you showed in the Made to Measure Leggings class. That's right. And I think that Erica should include this in her tutorial. So... Or Is in, she going to credit me with and it? In her, yeah, Erica, if you're listening, you'd be like, bye, ZD Donahue. <laughs> no one's ever thought of this before. But actually, okay, I say that. Well, no we don't know if anybody ever has. I say that, but, like, this is something that a lot of people have been like, oh, my God. This is amazing. I mean, you know? as far as I know, I got it from myself. I mean, you, you I can't believe that. You came that, up with it, yeah, on I can't your own. Be, yeah. I mean, maybe other people have done it, but I came up mm-hmm. with it on my own no, this when is, I need, you know, out of need. Yeah, this is yeah. an amazing tip. And actually, I took it a, a, to a different step, and you were like, wait, how'd you do that? You know, so, right. but, well, um, so you tie a piece of elastic, like, around your waist during this measurement process, which is a great idea because often you'll be taking measurements from your waist to other it's points. A refer- if it's a reference, reference mark. Line, right. right. Uh, and Erica has you mark on your clothing or mark on your body from right. some other uh, points, and we have you do that in the made-to-measure leggings class. You'll see that in other drafting classes. Some people say to use those office dots. 
they, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, well, that so works. Well, any kind of sticker yeah, works. Any sticker. We, I mean, we've used tape. Yeah, yeah. and I think, I think the dots that you look kind of, I bet that's festive. Daddy. You know? Yeah, like one on the apex, one on the here, <laughs> one on there. And you can just measure, measure, measure. So that's smart. Um, but your tip for doing measurements uh, on the leg area is to put a ponytail holder or a piece of elastic mm-hmm. around the ankle. Yeah, because a ponytail holder, like, is perfect for my ankle. Yeah, I don't know. It fits like now. I couldn't like find, it's not too tight. You I know what I mean? It's just a about right. Ponytail holder up here when uh-huh. I was doing this the other day, and I found this little scrap of power mesh, and I just so you, around my ankle. <laughs> so you made a ponytail holder out of That's it. That's right. Right. So what you do is you thread the zero end uh, from the bottom up, come up through the bottom, right? And you come up through the bottom, and you come up to your waist, right? And then you leave it right there, right? And, and then, then wherever. It has stopped on the ponytail holder is the link. Right. So yeah. if you were to bring this, if you were to just try and do this without any kind of elastic guides or anything, you would have to bend over, like, to see where this number was, and it would distort your measurement. Like, it would be well, impossible to and you to get. do bend over when you look this right. time, too, except it's stuck in the ponytail yeah, holder. So you can or let the, it go. Or whatever, the piece of elastic. Yeah. And I would suggest... That you do use something elastic. Like uh-huh. if you use something that is stable, like a piece of ribbon or something, it doesn't have no, the grip. No, it's not quite right. It, no, it doesn't I, grip. I you need something that's a little snug so that you can right. just like pull it up through there. Yeah, so put that put right. that piece of uh, stretchy right. stuff on your ankle, mm-hmm. pull that tape measure up along your waist, right. put it there. Let it go, and right. then you can bend down and look. And at the, the same thing mark. if you're trying to measure your arm. Sometimes that's really difficult. Yes. So you put it on your wrist. Sorry, I got you know excited. you thread it up. You know from the wrist up towards the top of the arm. Stop it. You know the uh-huh. the top of your your uh, shoulder. Your shoulder, and then it will be. You know the ponytail holder will be marking. The, length the wrist of your measurement, wrist. right? Yeah. So I did that too because I measured my arm right. on my own. I mean, a rubber band, I guess, would work. I've never used a rubber band. I wonder if it's too rubbery, like sticky. Yeah, yeah. like it would grip too much. Yeah, ponytail holder is my favorite. Yeah, no. So I did that for my arm too. Right. So if you're on your now, own, there are measuring... people you can't get a ponytail holder on like their ankle because it won't even go over the foot. Oh, right, right. Like yeah. it's just not big enough. Absolutely. Right. Uh, so so doing that for your wrist. Now the other measurement that I use is on that I think is difficult for a lot of people to get on their own is the back waist measurement. So you need to measure from your waist up to the top of your spine. So I had my reference elastic around my waist, Uh and I threaded the zero end of the tape measure up through. From the bottom. Yep, from the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I put it on my, I put it on my, um, the bony prominence at the top of my right. spine. So if you bend your head down, uh-huh. you will feel that vertebrae stick out. So what I did with one arm was I kind of held it right, right there. So my hand's behind my neck. And then the other arm, I did, I kind of straightened the tape measure yeah. a bit. And then I let go up top and the tape measure just kind of folded right. down. And I pinched right at the waist elastic and took and, it out. And, and then I could look at the yourself, number. held it onto yes, there. Yeah. Yes. Or, you know, sometimes I can look in the mirror yeah, and see. Right. But if you can't, if for some reason you can't And a lot see of people, you know, that's a little bit difficult for because your your mobility you know, issues. Your your shoulders might not get back there, but it it's you know, the best way we know to do it. Yeah, and if you do have like a mobility issue with any of these things, I'm just thinking, you know, you can pull the tape measure more right. and do a little bit of math right. if you can't start at the zero point right. or something. Like, you're like, oh, I need 10 inches of this. Well, you can also, a lot of times, put, like, a string on the end of something right? so that you can hold on yes. to it or whatever. Yes, So if you are alone, that is a way. But the, the elastic tip 
or or you know if you wanted to tape the tape measure onto your waist right in order to get some kind of hem uh-huh. markings yep. or something you know that is also so affix it to your body right. <laughs> either with snapping or whatever so those are some tips we have for measuring yourself by yourself now i measured zd for her body model zd got the star treatment yeah. And I measured her. I was thrilled. <laughs> so we're going to take a little message break and come back and talk about our body models and what happened uh, when we entered all of our accurately taken measurements. Hey, Mal. Hey, Mom. I heard you were easy. Oh, no. <laughs> what does that mean? No, it means what, what you, I think what you really heard was, well, Mallory, your easy tea looks so good on you. Oh, yes. that, I, you know, I should have known if that it was something about something you made. Like you said, you're getting into your golden years. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, miss mishearing things. It happens. No, you're right? the one that mishears things. <laughs> I know this. You make lapel pins about it. Okay, so uh, I am currently wearing an easy tee, and I wear them all the time. Uh, the easy tee is a semi-fitted short sleeve t-shirt made out of a woven fabric, and you draft the easy tee to fit your measurements by taking the easy tee class. Well, how do I take this class? It's an online class that you can watch anytime on SoHere.com. To purchase the class, go to SoHere.com slash easy tee. That's just E-A-S-Y-T. Is this on my computer? It's on your computer. It's on your phone. It's on your iPad. The class is divided up into short, easily consumable segments, some of which you may not ever need to watch ever again, but some of which you might want to revisit. So you have the ability to mark lessons as completed and also to star lessons so you can go back and revisit the ones that are most important to you. And I can vouch, Mallory's easy tea is a lot easier than Mallory is. <laughs> Once again, go to SoHere.com slash easy tea to begin your pattern drafting journey. Sewing out loud. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. we're back. All right. So I was uh, entering in ZD's measurements and I came to the, there's like a section that's like waist and next to every measurement in this by my body model thing, there's a little question mark and it, you can click on it. shows you a picture of what you need, right? Oh yeah. And I was like, I already entered your waist in measurement. Ca- in, in, in case you don't read it correctly. Well, or you know, she's telling you where she wants it. Right. Like where to measure or the in bicep. case you don't read it correctly. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I already measured her. I already put in her waist measurement. What? What? And I look back and I had entered in 
the waist measurement on the wrist measurement yeah. for Zena. So I wish we would have previewed the model because that would have been interesting. I wonder if it would have worked. I don't know. You know, we yeah. can you can preview the models right. before using your credit. Right. I mean, I'm just wondering, yeah. like, yeah, if I had if you had accidentally put my you know calf measurement in instead of twelve as twenty one. Would we have noticed that? Or like 375 instead of 37.5 right. right. or something. Well, right. we, we should actually, we should test that because you can preview them. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of funny. Right. Yeah, um, do you, you don't use your credits till you print it out. That's Is that right. right? So there's like a big watermark okay. over the model, but you can kind of tell, okay, what's going on, yeah. you know. And so you can preview it, though, first to make sure um, that everything is all good. <laughs> so, so what, yeah. Mallory? So tell them what it prints out. It prints yeah. out what so we call a croquis, right? Yeah, let's talk about what you get. It's spell croquis. Croquis. It's an accents on the E, not on the crow. It's not croquis. It's, it's croquis. croquis. Okay. Yes. Okay. C-R-O-Q-U-I-S. And it is like a, you know, a drawn, a, a line drawing of a person onto which you can sketch um you know, whatever you want, you know, right. garments, etc. So it's sort of like a coloring book figure in a yeah. way. Now, you can get, like, you have a sketchbook. I We used to carry that right. sketchbook we- at the shop, and it's um it was by Gertie. And it had these kind of, like, shadow forms. It had several shadows, like, on one form, like, several sh- shades of a body outline, so I would you guess could you would be say. like, oh, I'm going to choose these smaller ones here, and it is bigger. Right. And it... But it's hard to see. I mean, it is hard to see, and but it it could help you make like a different body type. Yeah, and yes. I I don't think it's like a bad tool. No, you know no. at all. Um, and you know it's kind of nice. And you've done some sketches on there, right. and uh, that's and sketches for costumes I think can be right. good just conceptually. You know, well, right. And sometimes you're not doing one specific body. Right. Exactly. Or or your these croquis often exist for the fashion industry, and they are there's some proportions. For the croquis that are very different from, I mean, I'm not talking about average people. I'm talking about, like, just, like, people. Okay, so the the fashion croquis are often ten heads high, okay? Uh-huh. And a human being, I believe, is normally eight heads high. Uh-huh. Even because they draw things long and lean. Yeah, they really long, really exaggerated. Right. And this is just tradition. You know, I do, used to you know, do that for, I noticed. I did that, like uh-huh. drawing my own croquis or my uh-huh. own sketch of myself for, it was for several years. <laughs> I would always make my legs long. It's like, it's because I want what I wanted. I would like, my body was pretty, pretty true to form. Yeah. Like, and I would, my, my, I would like, oh, she has long legs and I don't. But I guess I just was like wanting long legs. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, you know, this can be okay sometimes, but there are a lot of people, and like myself included, out there who are like, "Well, I'd rather get a little bit more accurate a preview." Well, I believe right? to me, the idea of having a more accurate croquis, or, mm-hmm. you know, a more accurate silhouette of your body, is that when you go to draw a style, uh huh, what does look? Does it look like you want it to? Did you want your waist accentuated? Yeah. Or, or yeah. where you did accentu- accentuate your waist on the drawing, is that really the right place for you? Would you rather have it higher or lower? It, you know, it allows you to basically do sort of an illusion or do a, you know, it's a, it's a visual assessment of what that garment will look like afterwards. Yeah, it's so, like a preview. Right, right. So, you know, a belt doesn't always have to be in the same place. Mm-hmm. And you know it could it it 
can go on a different place on different people. Yeah. So I was, you know, this also I think is good. If you made a sketch and let's say you were, you know, doing some color blocking or some belting right. or whatever, or, um, and then you actually make the garment and you're like, wait, I don't like this. Oh, on my croquis, the belt was slightly above right. my and, waist and you need below, to and you need to think about whatever. that when you're drawing and she's got some reference points here like uh-huh. she she's got your midline and your waistline on here um and obviously you can tell you know how long your legs are and where your breasts are and, and things like that um you know i it does make a big difference when people if you if you all just think about especially people who wear skirts yeah if you think about just that thing is like Oh, a skirt. I like where a skirt hits me here. Yes, yes. You know, and it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be the most fashionable. It, it, you know, it doesn't have to be what fashion is dictating. Yeah, it can be whatever. It's what you want. where you like the skirt. You know, maybe you never wear them as short short as as fashion. I never wear things as long usually as fashion dictates. I don't like myself generally in a long skirt. I feel like. I don't have the length on that part of my body. Yeah, well, you know, proportionately, I don't like the look on me. It's funny because we had somebody working for us at one point, Victoria. Right. And you all kind of, like, from afar, you look kind of similar. You were shorter, like, right. We look like we were the similar size. Yeah, we both kind of were busty. Uh Yeah. But, you know, she wore some things that I know that you, that I think look good on her, but like you didn't like on you. And it was just interesting. Right. And you were different in some ways, you know. Uh, But I, I was mentioning on the live broadcast that I did where I showed my body model that I kind of like to give the illusion of a more hourglass figure on my figure and I don't have a very hourglassy figure uh-huh. and so I like to play with color blocking right to add right. some interest and I don't know if this is something you know I say this I'm getting more comfortable with some of the boxier silhouettes yeah. sometimes you know but um you know well and the other some th- people like right. those and some people don't right well and the know? other thing like I'm going back to belting yeah you know you're dividing your body sometimes you Mm-hmm. Yeah, so usually if you divide your body, you are chopping it up. So you're you're not elongating it. You may be sort of shortening it. Right. But then again, if you take that um, horizontal line and maybe just put it at an angle right. or put it at a V or so, you know, that can become an elongating line. So it just depends on, on you know. Obviously, it depends on what you like and 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 the look. Like I said, I. Like, when I was, like, in high school, everybody was wearing what they called a prairie dress or a right. prairie skirt. They, you know, they went, like, to the to the ground, and they had, like, a four-inch ruffle on the bottom. Right. Well, if I would have purchased one, okay, the ruffle would have had to come off because everything's four inches too long <laughs> yeah. for me on the lower half of my body. And every I would put one on, and I would just look like I was wearing somebody else's clothes to me. Yeah. It just didn't it just didn't strike me right. Mm-hmm. And I know there were people that were the same height as me right. wearing them. Okay, so something I see on me like okay, so I have you get a front and a back view. All right. And I was a little worried because I thought, you know, one part of my body that I can sometimes struggle with fitting or something is my belly area. I have like a long waist and then I have this, I have a belly. But you can really see how I don't have a very curvy lower trunk here. And like I think that I could really easily see how 
I could try out different waistlines and different color combinations and definitely, you know, notice, oh, I don't want the waistline here. Like, look, I'm, I'm pointing at, like, right. my widest part here. Uh-huh. Like, personally, I probably put, wouldn't put a waistline there. Right. You know, I would move it up or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I can also – so one of the th- – there's a new version of my body model out. So those of you who have tried it before, Erica has developed a few more – fine-tuning adjustments and I moved my bust up a little bit um on my croquis and I can see how if you know I wore something that wasn't completely form-fitting up there like I could make that fabric in my drawing like curve around my bust and go right. to my waist right. you know right. and I right. could kind of show that off and so you could you know you could make the line of your garment outline your body or like completely conform to it or go from bust and drop straight down okay and you could see how that would look like do I want to fit it do I want to fit it loosely do I want to fit it tightly right all of that yeah so you can you can really see that something that might not this you probably don't even know this about me okay but she shows you where i'm ready she shows you where your elbow is and what is your antecubital fossa which is the antecubital fossa is where you bend your arm it's the opposite side of your elbow right did you know that fossa means ditch in latin well right to me yeah, yes so, it means yes yeah like <laughs> and it's spelled like fossey the choreographer yes it is <laughs> So um, Bob Ditch. <laughs> to me, it's like a hole or a dip. Yes, yeah, it's a divot, yeah, a yeah, ditch, a, a, yeah. like a divot. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so, it, like the anterior fossa, you'll hear that or something like. But anyway, the popliteal fossa is what's behind your knee. It's uh-huh. the dip behind. Your knee. So anyway, and that is shown on here too, actually. But what I like is, like, I will say to people, I like a three quarter length sleeve. Uh huh. But really, on me. It's less than a three quarter length sleeve. Is it like okay? A, I it's like a five eighths. I it, <laughs> it's like a two thirds ish. No, is that okay. long? It's shorter. Yeah, five. So five eighths and two thirds are shorter than three right, quarter. Right, right, right. Like if I really go three quarters. I feel like that's a little bit too long. I usually have to shorten it. You know, and some people are like, I like a seven eighth sleeve. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think I think generally what we do is we refer to three quarters as anything between your wrist and your elbow. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I, I really too. like mine like just below my elbow, sort of. I like that. I also, I'm a huge fan of the elbow. Like right, right at the elbow, right where I bend my elbow. Oh, right above it or right? Oh. Like, so if I bent my elbow. Okay. It would lay right it there. It would just, yeah, nothing would wrinkle. Right. Because it wouldn't hit my form. So yeah. I guess it's technically slightly above yeah. the elbow. I like it right above my elbow. Like, I think maybe like a little bit shorter so than not that. A I short, like that so not a short, so there's like yeah. short sleeve and there's calf right. sleeve. Okay. So but, I don't, and actually I don't like a short sleeve. Yeah, me neither. On me. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't like that, that where, I don't want it like right at cutting my bicep. Yeah, off. me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Uh, so you can you can try that on here because it shows yeah. those things. And you could try out some different lengths. Now, one of the bloggers that Erica was working with, she mentioned she was like, it's sort of like designing something with no risk taking. Like, I'll try out the poofy tool skirt and see how it might work on well, me or how it might not. and here's the deal. You it's, know? it's telling you the truth, too. <gasps> That's, so, yes. You know, if you draw a picture of a dress and you think it's magnificent and you're drawing it, say, freehanded, right? Mm -hmm. 
you got the little bitty tiny waist, and you know, <laughs> or, or, you're or whatever. Draw, you're drawing it on one of those uh, fashion croquis that are right, ten right, right. Heads that are high. too many heads yeah. high, right? And that, this... are, and that means they're like you know, twenty inches taller than a real person, right? They're right. impossibly right. proportioned. Right. You know, right. People do come in all shapes and sizes, but when you start to study bodies, there are a surprising amount of similarities. There's, there are a lot in of propor- sim- in proportional similarities. You know, and yes. ZD and I have seen and costumed and clothed so many people, and people of all different and, shapes and sizes, and we know they can not be here, right? and we can know some proportional so things So I know if them. somebody is, you know, five foot three, that that is probably also their wing, wingspan. Right. Or it's an inch off. I can guess close enough, you know, to get yep. the right sleeve length usually. I was costuming that show. We're going to do a podcast on it. Um, costuming Liz Estrada. And I was making like easy tea totas right. or whatever, you know, tunics for them. And I forgot to measure from their shoulder to bust point. Right. But I just had seen them. I'd measured right. other parts of their body. And I knew it was like, no, I just need to make it this long. And what was what was worrying to me, were, these were the people who had big busts. Right. You know, and right. I was like, so if I don't make this long enough, it's not going to fit. That's them. right. It's, it's not going to lay yeah. on their body. Like, it will be a problem, you right. know. <laughs> so, so I could, you know, even though I was fitting people who had vastly different measurements from one another. Right. We've been around enough bodies that right. we can kind of gauge that stuff. But not everybody can do that. And I can, I've made myself things before that I thought were going to be like, complimentary right yeah you know and you know well like i said it's gonna tell the truth so you know you you might not have the waist you want for that dress it might not look like you want it to or you know ooh, that big poofy skirt is a lot of times a big poofy skirt will make me look even shorter yeah right it'll make me look shorter than i like yeah i look like i feel like i'm stumpy or something like i'm just you know trying out color blocking too like okay what if i do light on top dark on bottom or dark on bottom light on top or whatever um and that is something i've discussed with a lot of the larger busted people in the facebook group Mm -hmm. they will be like oh well i'm large busted and sometimes I like to do dark on top uh-huh. to even me out, balance me out. And I'm like, oh, I do it the other way because right. I like to right. make myself look bigger on top. And once again, all personal preference. And I've done a lot of thinking about, like, why do I want to be bigger on top? Why do I think I need an hourglass shape? Who taught me this? Or, you well, know, why? But I, I, or, you, I, know? you know, I, I but don't it doesn't even, matter. <laughs> I, I just think if whatever is pleasing to you is pleasing to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's I, – I like to think about that, though. Right. I like to think, oh, am I kind of using some standard that may not serve me? You know, am uh-huh. I am I doing that? I, I don't think it's bad to, you know, reflect upon that. But then I also know that when I like the way I look, it makes me very happy. Well, right. Uh, you if know? you're pleased with what you have, you, you know. You, and that's you, the power you of better. making your own that's clothes, right? right? Uh, now, the credits, I did want to bring this up. So what you do with my body models, you buy these credits, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're less expensive the more credits you buy. And you wear the under you're supposed to wear the undergarments that you would normally wear when you are measuring yourself. And so if you are a person who does any kind of binding or you are a tight lacing person who does like mm-hmm. corsety stuff, 
I think that this could be really neat yeah. to give you. It's true. You could try things on the different silhouettes that you do, or right. if you wear some kind of padding or something well, like that. Like there were people I used to sew for that had two different. You know, they had a padded body and a non padded. Yeah, body. So, absolutely. So they had two different silhouettes. So they, they you know, this, that I sewed for. Whether this has to do with like you know performance or um gender affirming stuff or um you know i was just reading gertie mentioned on her blog she's like this is the corset i wear under this dress it gives me a three inch reduction in my waist and i'm like oh my well god how does she that breathe? is that is quite the reduction <laughs> that wouldn't be happening to me i don't think i could br- i wouldn't be able to breathe i wouldn't well, be able to stand it it I might can- it's amazing that people can do that to it me it might depend on your body you know well that's true you know that's it. true no i would die well, I, I would, had, I would, I would be low on oxygen, no doubt. Not if you wear the. Now there are going to be people who are, like, if you wear the right corset, you won't have oxygen depletion. There is no room for me to push my organs together that much. I'm certain of it. Right. Well, you probably wouldn't get a three inch reduction. No, I, think I she's don't think also, so. Also, like, much taller than you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Uh, So anyway, you probably wouldn't get that kind of. It's like being pregnant at five foot and being pregnant at five foot seven, right? Yes. There's a different look involved when the baby starts poking out. So, anyway, maybe she'd want to do two different croquis, right? Or just know, oh, I'm gonna cinch this up a little bit. I was gonna say she could actually draw it herself almost. Well, and you were saying that you think your shoulders slope a bit. Yeah. In this croquis? Well, I have very, very square shoulders, though. Yeah, and Extremely I Extremely square shoulders. I think what I would do... I always think it's funny when somebody tells me to put my shoulders down. Yeah. And I can't. Or they're like, take your shoulder pads out. Yeah, I've, I, and I've had people yes. ask me what kind of... <laughs> along with, what, along along with, with wearing wig. a bad wig, yeah. I have had people ask me what kind of shoulder pads I had in. So I got them the same place I got my bad wig. You got your bad yeah. wig. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify, there was, I just, I don't want people, I want people to know what's going on. I got a YouTube comment, which was super rude. And I get notifications. Well, we get a lot of rude, like, this is not the first not or the first only one. rude one we've gotten. this person commented and said, bad wig mom. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, it's not, first of all, it's not a wig. And second of all, what if it was? Like, how what, rude. What, like, what, why? What, is this necessary? Okay, and then is I'll this tell you, necessary? I'll tell you, though. I had another blogger. Okay, but we didn't see a picture of her, right? Or well, him or, or whoever. Yeah, I don't know who they right, were. right. But I had another blogger friend. She said that she got um, some crappy comments on YouTube or whatever. Right. And I was like, yeah, I got this mean one about my mom. She goes, I block them. They can't watch my free videos. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's a I good idea. No, you could do that. That's I was a really like, good well, idea. I'll get on would that. You blo- would you block that I'm person? Gonna, I'm going to block a lot of people. I was going <laughs> to say block that something else. But person, I used a nice word. That is a nice word. It's nice. Well, I just, you know, it didn't bother me. No. Okay. But it might bother someone else. I don't know. Like it just seems. So I, I silly. mean, what if somebody was real sensitive for some reason about their hair? I don't know. I well, mean, like wearing a wig is makes you less of a what well, the, you know. Well, or, but it was a bad wig. I think was, that's it. So, like, we don't see other people with bad wigs all the time. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, you know. Well, and that's her opinion. I happen I to I like my wig. Look, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if it was. A woman. I don't think I. I don't know well, I don't think I'd buy a bad wig. Yep. Okay. I think I'd only get a good wig. I am such a some couple shows I've been in or bad, involved the, in with bad wigs. No, yep. somebody will be like, "Let's get a wig." I'm like, "No, we do not." Not unless you have a lot no, of money, right? No. Like, oh, I wonder if this theater in town has a good wig we can use. I'm like, nope, they don't. 
<laughs> they do not. They do not have a good wig. They make. A, they might have wigs. They don't have a good one. <laughs> Not good enough for me. Yeah, no. there's a lot of wigs out there. They're not always good, that's for sure. Okay, so you get your croquis. But I hope this was useful to people who have to measure themselves on their own. Right, yeah. and and this also, okay, is for the people who have been afraid uh-huh. to draw out their designs. Well, yeah. Okay? Or just, like, not know how to do it. It's right, hard. I mean, you know, drawing, <laughs> or if you've never drawn a, a human figure... You know, you may feel like you're starting from nowhere because you you aren't really familiar with the proportions and 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 all that. Drawing so, people is hard. It is hard. And, and in this, faces are really okay. Hard. In this but, instance, you do want to draw accurately. If you're an right. artist and you're drawing from a model, like I've modeled for a lot of artists, they don't. Well, really, everyone looks different. Yeah, but like they right. don't really. They're not going for like absolute perfect accuracy right. all the time. Well. I have seen, you know, renderings of three different artists of you in the same position, and none of them look alike. Right, exactly. Right. So, it, right. you know, they're not necessarily going for, like, oh, my gosh, someone's going to look and compare. That would be a go. photograph. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, but here we are. We're wanting, like, a preview. We want right. to try these clothes right. on our bodies. And so I think it's really nice. I um, just think it, it it's really encouraging for people who have not tried it before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it would be a, an excellent investment. Um and if there's a discount code that we have, um, I will include it in the message break for this episode. Uh, but yeah, I think that I think that's definitely a good investment in your sewing life. And if you do have a problem with it, make sure and contact uh, Erica because she's very responsive. She's just been wonderful in the sewing community and like sharing lots of people's, you know art and their blogs and their everything like she's she's a cool person she sews too you right. know so I love it when a company like this that comes around is actually kind of owned. experienced in it oh, yes. in, in the uh, field they're just not it, throwing you know, something her at you pictures of her measuring herself uh-huh actually I mean her body just looks very like what do I want to say like relatable you know yeah it's not like an exaggerated it's not 10 heads high yeah yeah i'm like oh that kind of reminds me of like when i measure myself right and like, right there you know there isn't this huge difference for me between like my waist and my hips and so it's nice to get that because i don't see that a lot in right. those idealized ones they have the exaggerated difference now right. i know some people do uh, of right. course have that difference uh well but, and in some of the fashion drawings you, know, you see there are exaggerated waist and exaggerated hips i mean they're doing that for a purpose right. because it's an illustration and I think it is not a drawing of a person i think sewing for yourself inhabits this different space from fashion right and from design even though we're using those things and we're using a designer's pattern you know and we're using those elements it's of still course. your own expression of it but when you're going to go sew for your own body, yeah. you need a different set of tools than what they're using. When they were sent to fashion school, they were, right. you know, they're making art. Well, what about what about you know, the, the drawings on the front of the patterns from the 50s? That's what I'm, yeah. Where the waist looks like it's maybe two inches. Right. <laughs> and the bottom of the skirt is like Flared a thousand out. inches. You, you know? know, and then yeah. sometimes people are like, oh, I, it doesn't do that. On me. Like, well, you need a petticoat and a corset that gives you a 17-inch right, right. reduction. You know, okay. Right. So <laughs> if you really measured this out in this proportion, you would not be able to drive in this dress because it wouldn't. the whole dress would not fit in the or car. Like, yeah, right. or something like that. You 
know, right. so it gives, yeah, it gives you, it gives you that better idea. And that's different. It's different from, okay, I don't want to expect to look like the pattern envelope because, because that's not going to happen because my well, body's not going to get You're probably going to be or, disappointed. Yeah, yes, right. I'm yes. not that tall. I'm right. not that. Now, there are, you know, the cashmere pattern line, she uses photographs of models. Uh-huh. And I always like Love photographs that. better. I really do. And Heather of Closet Case, she models the pattern, and then it's like watercolored. Sort right, of, it's right, an, right. An artist mm-hmm. does like a yes. rendering. So that's I like that. I like line drawings too. See, I like the photographs, uh-huh. and then a drawing of the pattern. I li- yeah, I like the line drawings so I can yeah. see the seams. Right, you know, I want to know where of. the seam is and what's going to happen. But yeah, yeah I, I. I like I like those things better than sort of like a super stylized right. uh, rendering, which you know is fine. But then you can get stylized, and you can find things where you can do cool stuff with your body. That's right. Maybe you're gonna over exaggerate something something on you. You know, maybe you're gonna under exaggerate something, over exaggerate another thing, and you're gonna get experimental and find cool stuff. Whereas a lot of these fashion things, they've found things to exaggerate on these ten head high croquis. That's right. You know, they haven't tried oh how am I gonna have fun and play with this more average person you know <laughs> and I say average because those croquis are truly uh fantastical I mean I'm not talk I'm not like thin shaming any models who are tall and, oh, no. and thin or anything no no but the croquis are right no but absolutely the, 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 unrealistic. But the fashion drawings yeah. are generally <laughs> You could not stand up if you were those That's proportions. Right. You would not, not a, be able to walk. It's not a right. real person. Right. You know? It's like Barbie. She would fall yeah, over she or whatever. She would actually yeah. exist, yeah. right? And all her organs would not fit in her abdominal cavity there that they go. allowed Or like the, what? Space you have to like get a rib removed. Or right. I don't know what. You also yeah. have to get some other surgery done. <laughs> <laughs> like that came up in the group, actually. People do that. I know. Yeah, they know. do. That's, that's, you know. I'm just too afraid of the knife. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. I wouldn't like a nice tummy tuck, but let me tell you, (laughs) too afraid of the knife. Well, I wasn't talking about my tummy, but anyway. (laughs) All right. Thank you all for listening, and I hope that you make a croquis with my body model, and we'll show pictures of ours in the show notes, and hopefully do a little blog post about this. Um, You can find us on Instagram. We're at sohere.com. You can email me at mallory at sohere.com, and mom, and take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.